0: Right now is called to taking this country back, and I think anybody who will be at least 35 years old in 2020 should be considering running right now.
1: That's the current mayor of Los Angeles. Ah, <laughs> oh,
2: that's a funny thing to
1: say on the Daily Show. Part of the resistance yeah. reminded yeah, right. me of this uh, column I saw in the New York uh, Washington Post. I'm sorry, column was Trump is no joke. Laugh it you want, but our democracy is at stake. No, it's not. And uh, maybe that's why Trump says ridiculously over the top things in his tweets, like the North Korea problem is solved. Because there are columns like, our democracy is at stake. How the hell is it at stake? It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Right. Right. So, uh, dovetailing... Right, and if it is, it's not by things Trump has done. It's, you know, unsustainable spending and all that sort of stuff sure, that we've been Crowley doing for, capitalism, yeah. For many decades, and trust me, that wouldn't have changed with a different president.
2: So, we were talking about human sexuality last segment. If you missed it, well, shame on you. It was very sexy. <laughs> But so let me uh, let me hit you with a little metaphor that I I think will help you understand the way politics really works. And then we'll get on to one of the big issues of our time. Just say you and your coworker, you're both consenting adults. You're both the equal on the, the, the management chain. There's no harassment going on here. You and a coworker. Don't like your boss. Or how about this? You don't like your boss. And every time you talk about your terrible relationship with your boss, she gets so turned on, the two of you run to a hotel room and just get after it. It's weird, isn't it? It doesn't matter why. But every time you, you talk about, God, her boss is a jerk, she just has to climb on you. What is the last thing on earth you would do? fix your relationship with your boss. Why would you do that? I I would I would do everything I could to exacerbate the problem. There you have the idea of having an issue, not save not not solving an issue. Having it not solving it. Sorry, I'm trying to read while I talk. It's always a mistake. Immigration. Neither party, neither of the power of either party wants to solve the immigration issue because every time they bring it up, you get so turned on, you run to the polls. That's the way politics works. That's yeah. the way it really works.
1: Yeah, I know we're going to talk about there's a couple of new immigration proposals, but uh, abortion's the same thing. There's another poll out today saying the same thing polls have said for a long time. People are mostly okay with uh, legalized abortion first trimester very few people are okay with it after that, though, whether you're a Republican, Democrat, young, old, anybody. Right. Yet it's legal a lot of places because nobody wants to solve that. Right. Because Republicans like to to get you to the polls by saying we're going to end it all. And Democrats like to pretend that somebody is going to overturn Roe versus Wade if they end
2: th- third-term
1: abortions. Right. Now, and so they they like the problem better, they like the issue better than the solution.
2: And that's about the politicians. Some of you have a righteous belief that uh, abortion is child murder. Some of you have the righteous belief that the government having any say over what you do with your womb is is. Uh, a betrayal of all that we hold dear, and you, you righteously believe that, and I respect it. Um, but we're talking about the politicians.
1: Oh, or Well, even in that first group, how would you not be okay with let's take the first step and then second and third trimester? Right. Let's go ahead and do that today since we all agree on that. Right. But it doesn't
2: happen. Right. Because um, it's better to argue about it. Anyway, uh, that's all a, a way to get into the discussion of the fact that there are two competing Republican Immigration bills going on. Um, The House is going to vote next week on competing immigration bills that deal with the fate of uh, the DACA people. I will not say freaking dreamers. Don't let people name, I don't know, that something that's controversial and complicated, something like Dreamers. Please, God, it's such an obvious effort at manipulation. I can't believe the Republicans go along with it, too. I know. So you know, conservatives are bad at the messaging game. Oh, terrible. Terrible, yeah. Anyway... Um, no guarantee that either will pass and resolve the issue. Spokeswoman, a spokeswoman for uh, House Speaker Paul Ryan, made the announcement late Tuesday after a group of renegade Republican moderates failed to gather enough votes to force votes on far-reaching protections for the DACA people, including on bipartisan bills that could easily pass. Hear that now? Bipartisan bills that could easily pass—they won't even let him vote on them. Said Ashley Strong, an aide to Ryan, members of the Republican conference have negotiated directly and in good faith with each other for several weeks. And as a result, the House will consider two bills next week in a severe blow to the moderate's hope of forcing action on an issue that's long bedeviled the GOP. The House adjourned Tuesday with the rebels two signatures short of completing a petition that would set up debate on legislation to shield the DACA's from deportation. Instead, the House will consider a conservative bill tilted toward hardline positions that offer limited path to permanent legal status for young undocumented immigrants, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, Mitch McConnell isn't really letting anything happen on the Senate side. And in spite of abortion-like agreement on some of the general principles of the thing, we ought to secure the border. We ought to streamline it for people who have filled out the paperwork and people who have been here forever. All right, you know what? We're not going to boot everybody out, and we all know it. The numbers in agreement on all those things are huge, but they don't do anything about it because you keep voting and keep giving them money. Uh, So the conservative bill has no Democratic support, and the moderate bill doesn't have enough uh, Republican support. Um, I'll be interested to see how this plays out in the election.
1: Because Trump is going to run on a couple of things that are very popular, like two-thirds of Americans agree, and is, a, is an opponent going to say, no, that's bad and racist? That ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. Not on something that's as popular as securing the border, ending the chain migration, and making it merit-based. Those are all, those three things are very popular. Right. So if you're going to stand up on the stage today that's wrong, you're going to
2: lose. Right. I would agree. <sighs> See... Th- <sighs> You know, one of the great messages of this program is don't put your hopes and your dreams in politicians. You're an idiot if you do that. They're liars. They're professional perpetrators of fraud. You have to understand that as you deal with them. I mean, you're going in to deal with... What's what's your classic... dishonest profession these days michael don't say chiropractors a lot of them are fine fellows, and they help people straighten out their backs um but you, you go into it knowing you gotta keep your hand on your wallet and your, your your eyes on a swivel your head on a swivel
1: name another kind of doctor that hands out pens at the state fair
2: <laughs> it's a whimsical Crooked reminder pens. of their services Crooked pens. to remind you of your back it's whimsical <laughs> Whatever happened to whimsy? But anyway, putting your hope in politicians is absolutely, absolutely stupid because they have so many more motivations than what they claim are their motivations. You know, I, I could hammer the left if you want because I'm I tend to lean right about how all these glorious sounding schemes that have more money going to the government that they then get to hand out to get votes. It's just it's so obvious once you know you're onto the scam. But if 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 Jack and I or or you, for God's sake. You and your friends having looked at polls and and talked to people and if you could come to an understanding of what the American people actually think about these issues and, and crafted a law. And then we're guaranteed somehow that it would be voted for or voted on, uh, you know, in the halls of Congress without committee and killed by the the cloture and the chairman said no and the the majority leader forbid. No, if if you could guarantee that law be placed on the floor, it would pass, man. That law, you and your friends just wrote, it would pass because all of us are in favor of a lot of this crap, but it never does because they want the issue. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a flaw of the system. That is still the best system anybody's come up with. But yeah, absolutely. Definitely a flaw.
2: Yeah, I'm not some uh, lunatic who wants to thereby go to communism or monarchy, although I have called for monarchy for, through the years. Uh, a benign dictatorship run by me. Uh, uh, I'm not one of those lunatics who wants to you know, go with a different system. I'm just telling you, understand how the system works. Be smart about it. Be an adult about it. Quit running around chanting names of politicians, or every bit as full of crap as the other guys. Maybe you like them because they're closer to you and they're representing your interest. Fine, but understand it's like you know one of those old westerns where you hire the dirty outlaw with the three days growth of beard and the toothpick hanging out of his mouth. You've hired a dangerous man or woman, so keep them at arm's length. That's all I'm saying.
1: What? conversation that we've had has gotten the most text so far
2: today. Gotta be the sexy walk.
1: The sexy walk, by oh, far, yeah. not even close.
2: Oh, let me watch you walk.
1: Not even close. Huh. And just the idea that there are things beyond just your normal, you're attractive, you're not. Right. That attract people. Which is pretty interesting. And gives the average among us hope. We can improve our walk, or how we dress, or
0: Something. The How way she looks sexy and seductive, and then she seduces me into this,
2: into her little thing. You'd do it with a couch cushion, Arnold. Let's be honest.
1: Are humans getting dumber? A study finds IQ scores have been dropping for decades. The media might be to blame.
2: I don't know why that would be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to take plodding long strides down the hall to the coffee machine. Now shake your money maker, man. <laughs> Stay tuned, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Trump showed North Korean leader Kim Jong-un a four-minute video on an iPad during their meeting. Said Trump when it was over, yeah, that Stormy Daniels. <laughs> eh,
1: I missed the joke I was reading. Darn it, and you laughed. It must have been funny.
2: Oh, it was funny as hell. Funniest thing I've ever heard. It was like eight
1: <laughs> seconds long. Tell me the joke again. Go ahead, play it.
0: President Trump showed North Korean leader Kim Jong-un a four-minute video on an iPad during their meeting. Said Trump when it was over, yeah, that Stormy Daniels.
2: <laughs> oh, that reminds me. A friend texted me a couple of days ago that she is actively porning. She is, she is porning and, and, and promoting. Your friend is? No, it's Stormy oh, Daniels, you moron.
1: That's what I thought he meant too. Yeah. I, I thought you sorry. meant your friend I, is I now shouldn't, I, I
2: shouldn't have called you. you have a moron. friend? i a Christian man. <laughs> you've got a friend that's gotten into porn? No, no, no. A Being friend told me that, that that Stormy Daniels is actively porning again, and she's promoting her 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 her, her pornography with her. I'm sure you've seen me in the news. Now come and see me. You know, fornicating. Is there a thing? And the nudes or something?
1: Is there mm. a market for fifty year old porn stars? Is she that old? I don't know. She's
2: not 25. Uh, I don't know, but, uh, you know, I have been stating without reservation, this entire thing is to promote her porn career and to get more money for her story than she sold it for the first time. The idea that she's some sort of brave representative of anything or some seeker after truth is hilarious. When did people CNN? When did people start getting dumber?
1: I don't know if you're there aware. are various theories about that. I don't know if you're aware of the um, fact that we, our IQs had been increasing through most of, I don't want to give it away, most of the 20th century, our, our IQs had been increasing for a variety of reasons, which I also don't want to get away. But when did we start getting dumber? And when I heard the number, I thought, that sounds about right. Well, it, People started getting dumber in, according to this latest study, in 1975. There is ah. a body of
2: thought. I should have known disco. Right. Yeah. Right. That, that was the telltale. Clearly, the throbbing beat, the brainwash beat they call it. There's uh mm, hmm. this is difficult to talk about because I don't want to s- sound like I'm in favor of of anything or not in favor of anything. But as societies become more and more merciful and more and more adept at keeping people alive and healthy who would not have been kept alive and healthy in bygone eras, um because wow. that winnowing process, that Darwinian survival of the fittest This is what Hitler thing. believed. Oh, jeez. Well, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair.
0: <laughs> I'm not participating.
2: I'm writing an a-
1: appendix to Joe's book, How to Argue Unfairly, yeah. in which I will introduce that technique. <laughs> right,
2: there. All right, I've said enough.
1: <laughs> now, I see what you mean. Um, there, there's a lot of dumb decisions or lifestyles that would have uh, kept you from reproducing back, well, sure. all of humanity or, or, until fairly recently, and now you can be kept alive by either uh, uh, medical genius or the state
2: uh, because of your dumb decisions, and you will reproduce. Yeah, there's that. There's absolutely that. Um, and that's the main one. That's the socialist aspect to it. There's also, you know, the mentally, physically infirm, and, and this, I think, is a beautiful thing. We do a much better job of taking care of than we may have in bygone eras. But you're right, you can make stupid, stupid decisions over and over again that would be dangerous and or make you starve, and and your fellow uh, American will be forced to pick up your slack.
1: Could you be lazy and survive as a human being for most of human history? No. 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 And what Not the- a chance.
2: Yeah one of the great inconvenient aspects of sebastian younger's brilliant book tribe is that oh these tribes that people like to uh, uh, point to indian tribes whatever everybody shared equally everybody pitched in and, and and took what they needed and and progressive liberals like to point that out but as younger points out in his book the second you were seen as a slacker you were cast out to die they leave that part out of the argument
1: yeah you better be contributing, or we we don't need you. Well, the right. same way animals do. You're out. Exactly the same way animals do. Yeah. Yeah, sorry you got a hurt leg. The nice thing would be to for lift you up on our shoulders and bring you along as we're chased by the lions. but we're going to kick you to the
2: outside of the, you know, good luck with that. Somebody's got to get an eaten, gym. It's nothing personal. Yeah.
1: No, well, I don't want to, you know, a world that cruel, but... Uh... So, we started getting dumber around 1975, uh, according to these IQ... Studies have been growing little by little throughout the 20th century. They think because of um, nutrition had a lot to do with it. The
2: rise? Yeah, okay. and the
1: IQ and the decline is oh. that we went from people getting more and more better, better diets to now more and more, but worse and worse diets. And that's the direction we're going now. So that oh. that's a chunk of why IQs are headed south now. Is that the whole wheat, oh. wheat
2: brain thing? Uh, those I don't know books, about wheat brain. Well, because we we went from a very proteiny society and a vegetable society to a, just a, a, all about the carbs mm. because the government told us on the food pyramid that's what we ought to do. And when did that really take hold? Seventy five ish.
1: Yeah. And did they tell us that in the food pyramid because uh, so many farmers were growing wheat and everything and they were lobbying for that? Is that how the food pyramid got developed? Because of big sorghum. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so I find that pretty interesting. And also, it just, it just kind of sounds right to me. Doesn't it? That around yes. 1975, we kind of peeked out and have headed, been headed the wrong direction in terms of getting dumber since then. I mean, I was a little kid, so I, but it just
2: sounds about right. Just from my reading of history. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's also, there's got to be something that has to do with, are you part of a society that is struggling struggling uh, you know all stress makes your uh, you stress your muscles that's what exercise is you stress your heart that's how you make it stronger is it the transition from a, a society that is pushing 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 to one that is fat and happy with itself i don't know now so they the study attributed the decline to changes in quality
1: of education Poor nutrition and increased exposure to media, but it doesn't, in this very long article, get into that enough to explain to me what that means. Mm, the number, uh, the song that was number one for the longest during 1975 held the number one spot for four weeks, Love Will Keep Us Together, Captain and Tennille. That's pretty mm. good. Love will, love will keep us together. And the captain back there with his yes. hat, because he served, man. That's he, honored, right. he served yeah, that's our right. country. That's right. Thank you
2: for your service, Captain.
1: <laughs> He's back there playing on the electric keyboard. Well, so. Edu- and her
2: with her enormous mouth. Education, nutrition, and what was the third one? Uh, exposure to media. Right. I think they all three need to be deconstructed and discussed at length.
1: Absolutely. But I can't do it here because it doesn't
2: explain it. And it,
1: it's, I need that explained to me. How is. How is uh, increased exposure to media
2: lowering our IQ over time? It's passive. It's it's mostly passive. It's not exclusively passive. If you're watching book TV, it's good for your brain. Do most people watch book TV? No, they watch the effing Kardashians. The effing Kardashians. You watch the Kardashians for an hour. You tell me if you feel smarter or dumber.
0: (laughs) What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Sex State Pompeo laying out new U.S.-North Korea demands. The move to split California into three states closer to happening. And famed pimp wins GOP primary. Wow, all on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: are going down after a century of going up. A lot of guesses as to why. We got this text. We encourage smart women to work and not have kids. We subsidize dumb women to have lots of kids. Wow. There's some of that. There is some of that. And the stuff we mentioned, a lot of people agree that just combination of science and the welfare state keeps people who make bad decisions alive.
2: Yeah, I think those are all huge factors. I mean, if you looked at the uh, highest third of women, or even half, in terms of intelligence and their reproductive rates, that might answer the question for you right there.
1: We got this text. So I was born in late 74. Am I the pinnacle of mankind's evolutionary left? Yes, <laughs> yes, you are. You're the smartest wow.
0: people will ever be. Congratulations.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Let's get the news now. with Marsha for Well,
0: Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says the United States wants North Korea to take major nuclear disarmament steps within the next two years. Two years? Two years? Yes. Pompeo's in South Korea laying out the timeline for denuclearization following President Trump's meeting with Kim Jong-un. He says the administration is hopeful that major, major disarmament steps can occur before the end of Trump's first term. Wow, that's so slow, though. I mean,
1: I am not a naysayer on this at all, but where are those people that have made all the projections of in the next year they will have this, by the end of next year they'll have that? Right.
2: Um, two years from now, they'll have a missile that'll circle the globe twice, stop in San Francisco for lunch, then level Nebraska. I mean, two years. Yep,
0: huh. that's what he's laying out in South Korea. Pompeo also telling reporters, and well,
2: the only way I could accept that is not being just crazy, is if there is a seriously different pathway forward with North Korea the relationship the relationship in general well, they, with China as as the yeah. enforcer.
1: Don't they have to let inspectors in like next week for this to have any? Um, immediate effect.
0: That's one of the other things Pompeo was talking about. He says, North Korea understands there will be in-depth verification of nuclear commitments in any deal with the U.S. But he's not putting a timeline, an exact timeline on any of this stuff. Boy, the the
2: only explanation I can come up with is a serious belief that they've changed. Otherwise, that's crazy. You've got an angry but dangerous neighbor who needs to be disarmed now at any cost. In fact, I might kill him, honey. Then you get together with him and you say, you know, he says he'll get rid of his guns in a couple of years. Let's not worry about it. Wait a minute. Why the change of heart? What's going on? That's confusing. Meanwhile, President Trump is challenging skeptical
0: media coverage of that summit with Kim. He tweeted this morning, so funny to watch the fake news, especially NBC and CNN. They're fighting hard to downplay the deal with North Korea. 500 days ago, they would have begged for this deal. Looked like war would break out at any minute. Our country's biggest enemy is the fake news, so easily propagated by fools. That was his latest tweet, or one of his latest tweets this morning
2: you might question why you need to respond to uh, hmm. fake media promulgated by fools, but that's his thing. Got a proposal that would break California into three separate states.
0: Got enough signatures to be put on the November ballot.
2: Yes! Really?
0: Yep. If the...
2: Let's do it! I'm in favor of it!
0: Vote if... yes on prop whatever it is. If the Cal-3 measure passes, the Golden State would be broken apart into California, Northern California, and Southern California.
1: Can a state decide to do that?
0: Well, it's going to have to be okayed by Congress. I mean, so it's a long shot. Long,
2: long shot. And the uh, California congressional delegation will vote most of them no. Yes. And the people who are think this is good, like, for what? And then
1: what? So we have three states, and then, then how is that better for California? <laughs> well, you have <laughs> your own. Well, it's not. Well, California depends on which part of California you're in. The part of California would be much lower taxes and, and smaller government, and the the rest of the California that why, wants to have higher taxes and bigger government can right. can if you want. Why why I don't get the logic? Why would all of a sudden that? there be a small tax zone in california Uh, the Uh, the reason is the politics of people in california particularly are much different by region a lot of states that tends to be that state is you know it's kind of spread out well in california you have chunks of the state that are solidly red and chunks of the state that are solidly blue and each of those groups i think would enjoy being away from each other
2: we're getting a little ahead of ourselves particularly given the specifics of this map um, because they don't really fit what you're talking about as well as, well was, as you'd then, hope, Jack. Well,
1: then, it wouldn't, then what's the point?
2: Well, there is a point. There's absolutely a point. And Sean asked a great question. Yeah. The answer is, according to you know, Dan Walters, the great uh, Sacramento commentator, according to uh, old what's-his-name Hiltzig, who writes for the L.A. Times, according to every responsible commentator, California is ungovernable. It's too big, too diverse a state in terms of the cities, the farmlands, etc., etc. There is no way that that all the divergent interests can come together in California and come up with a way to govern itself. It's too big and too complicated, and way too expensive and prone to to, to fraud. And and the 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 rate the ratio of people to representative in California is. 300 times what it is in some states you your representatives don't give an s about you and your desires california is ungovernable having said that the state of northern california which is all the low taxi more libertarian freedom loving places also includes the bay area and sacramento Mm, which are very liberal enclaves sacramento partly because it's government town Southern California includes San Diego and the Inland Empire and Eastern California. And what was called California would be L.A. and the coast up to, it looks like, Monterey. Who decided the, the lines for this? The people Well, venture capitalist Tim Draper financed right. this thing, and I'm sure they did a study and drew the lines and the rest of it. I liked his six-state proposal better, but it was never <laughs> going to pass.
0: Well, you could call him a... neither
2: will this, but it's fun to think about.
0: You can call him a pimp, a brothel owner, a businessman, and possibly now a state legislator. Famed Nevada pimp Dennis Hoff has won a GOP primary, ousting an incumbent Republican state lawmaker. Hoff bills himself the Trump from Pahrump. He defeated huh. Assemblymember James Oscarson in a third... Puts deck. the rump
2: back in Pahrump, The huh?
0: Trump from Pahrump. <laughs> yes. He uh, defeated James Oscarson and a third candidate in a primary race Tuesday for a Southern Nevada Assembly seat. That's got to be a tough loss to come back from politically, right?
1: <laughs> to a porn or to a <laughs> brothel operator. Yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly.
0: Hoff, uh, Hoff attacked Oscarson with billboards and online ads that called him a serial tax hiker and had unflattering cartoon images of him. No, on no, that's it. out of bounds. Exactly. <laughs> Oscarson fired back, questioning Hoff's moral character by pointing out that he was the author of, among other things, The Art of Being a Pimp. And he runs whores. Yes. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> yes. He has a half dozen brothels in Nevada and celebrated with Hollywood Madam Heidi Fleiss at his side. Well,
2: Dennis Hoff, uh, he gives the people what they want. And what they want is genitals for rent. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that is a wrap. That's your
0: news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, The Conscience of the Nation, Ringing the Bell. <laughs> It's like those scooter share programs, but you know. But genitals. Yeah, what he said. (laughs) Similar to the
1: scooter share.
2: Ride it as long as you want, then just leave it wherever. Right. I only need a wood chipper for one afternoon. I'm not going to buy it. I thought
1: I saw a headline somewhere that there was some movement toward uh, making prostitution illegal in all of Nevada. I don't know if that's a serious attempt or not. Good luck. It is kind of a, a relic of a bygone era, is it not?
2: The the hose or, or them being illegal?
1: Brothels, legal brothels. There aren't a lot of places where
2: you do that in the world. No, I think it's 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 on the increase. You think? Yeah. Are there other states I starting think, to join in? Yeah, prostitution's not getting less legal. It's getting more legal. Where? Everywhere, I think. Just where? nobody cares as much. Really? Yeah. It's it has to do with the you know. Is there the any other state diminishing of, of religion in America? Is there any
1: state other than Nevada that's legal? No, it's it's less legislation
2: than enforcement.
1: Oh well, yeah. Uh, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The conscience of the nation.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Got a couple fell to their death taking a selfie. That story happens a couple times a week. Somebody dies doing a selfie in a vacation spot or hit by a car or whatever. Yeah, that's that's not a good way to
2: go. I had a humiliating selfie moment the other day. It was me and Judy and Delaney at a particular landmark on our campus. And I said, here, let's take a picture together. And she makes fun of Judy's complete inability to take a selfie. And, and so I said, no, I got it. And then I couldn't quite get us in the frame with the landmark. And Delaney had to take over. <laughs> and it took her like half a second. Here, good click. There we go. <laughs> <sighs> I'm a pretty good photographer, too. <laughs> but it's, a, funny. it's all backwards when I'm pointing the phone at me. I don't get it. So, listen, I, I feel kind of bad. We were talking about the uh, immigration thing the other day and how it's, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, an hour ago or so, and how it's a, an issue that politicians want. They don't want to solve it because it gets you all hot and bothered to run to the polls. I did leave out the one critical factor, which you must always remember when we're talking about immigration, is that Social Security and Medicare are upside down, will be way upside down soon, I should say, and we desperately need more young workers. Because surely you're hip to the fact at this point that you didn't put that money away and it's waiting for you. No, no, no. You put that money away and they spent it on old folks then, and young folks now contributing is what you're going to use. And we don't have enough young folks who are importing them from south of the border, essentially. And that is actually kind of a little hint as to uh, something we're going to get to in about five seconds. But the good folks at uh, Ancestry.com, They sent me a thingy, and I was clicking around, and I came across this map that has the three most common surnames, or family names, last names, as we'd say in America, uh, in each state. And it's something I'm looking at the East. Uh, Let's start in Maine. Why not? Smith, Brown, Johnson. New York, Smith, Williams, Brown. Pennsylvania, Smith, Miller, Williams. Virginia, Smith, Johnson, Jones. Those are not very diverse. Work, work your way across America. How about Indiana? Smith, Miller, Johnson. On the other hand, in Illinois, you got Smith, Johnson, Williams. Starts to get a little
1: interesting in like the Upper Midwest, where Smith has been the like the number one name my whole life, or Williams
2: in the English-speaking um, world. It is clearly number one.
1: I haven't known that many Smiths though. So.
2: Couple, hmm. but not a lot. It's not very memorable. You might not remember. Maybe it. that's it. Yeah. Uh, you head up to the Upper Midwest, like Minnesota, you got Johnson, Anderson, and Nelson. And we uh, kicked the Smiths out. Uh, North Dakota, Johnson, Anderson, and Olson. No Nelsons, just Olson's. <laughs> and uh, then South Dakota, which is a bridge state to the rest of the country, it's Johnson, Anderson, and Smith. Uh, and you work your way across the country, it's a lot of that. Uh, I will tell you, right around Texas, you see something interesting emerge. And um, in California, it's Garcia, Hernandez, and Lopez. Is it really? One, two, and three. Yeah. Washington, Smith, Johnson, Anderson. Oregon, Smith, Johnson, Miller. California, Garcia, Hernandez, Lopez. See, that is... Arizona, uh, Smith, Johnson, Garcia.
1: See, that is really interesting and and should be talked about more. I don't care what the color of all our skin ends up being over time. Actually, I'd prefer it if I were browner myself. Mm, You're very pale. Um, But the fact that the names have gone, you know, become Hispanic last names... In, in certain states, culture comes along with that. A different culture comes along with that. And it wasn't on purpose. There right. was There's no decision. So it was semi-on purpose.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Well, it wasn't voted on. Right. It wasn't a uh, a bunch of scholars got together and thought, this would be a good idea to have the culture change in this way. That's not the way we did it. We did it for
2: cheap votes and cheap labor. Yep. And, and contributions to Social Security. It's funny, the cultural thing, and again, here's what we do. We're honest uh, without regard to, uh, you know, people's feelings sometimes. If it's a positive aspect of somebody's culture, people on the left are wildly enthusiastic about talking about it and touting it and celebrating it and protecting it. It's a culture, not a costume. But if it's a negative aspect of a culture, wait a minute, you can't tell me, you can't tell me that a culture that has positive things doesn't have negative things. That's just a child's view of culture and not a very bright child either. Because y'all got plenty of criticisms of quote-unquote American culture, don't ya? Well, then you have to concede every culture has its positives and negatives. So the idea that you can have a gigantic cultural change, and then you have to pretend like there are no negative aspects to it, again, that's that's childlike, childish, stupid. On the other hand, you know, you all got to get along. So I go with uh, ML King. Let's, uh, con- let's go with content of the character. And if some brown guy's beating up his wife, I get to say he's a bad guy. Whether he's brown or not. And some white guy's beating up his wife, I'm going to say the same thing. And on the good stuff, too. Texas is Garcia, Smith, and Martinez. There you go. New Mexico, Martinez, Garcia, Chavez. But up there in Montana, it's Smith, Johnson, and Anderson. Where, what will that look like in 50 years? Barren and
1: Cold. No, oh. the, the name list. Oh. I think Montana will look similar. Yes. Unless Al Gore's right.
2: And it'll <laughs> be uh, humid
1: uh, it a humid palm trees beach front. Exactly.
2: Lots of monkeys. Bull <laughs> giant, you know, monkey boys instead of cowboys running giant herds of monkeys across the plain. Get them up, move them out.
1: Are you familiar with this new dinosaur book that's out? Just to your references to it. Yeah, it's it's the the hot new book. Bill Clinton mentioned it the other day in his, uh, his interview in the book part about how that's the book he's reading. That's the book you're supposed to be reading if you're that kind of person, right? The New Dinosaur book. Okay. But anyway, one of the things it talks about in there that is kind of interesting to contemplate is if that meteor had missed the Earth, would human beings have ever made a run? Probably not. There's no reason to think the dinosaurs just wouldn't have kept on keeping on, and it's unlikely that people would have ever made it much further than they did. For We're a variety kind of reasons. soft
2: and slow footed. Yeah. I
1: mean, as yeah. dinosaur food goes. We'd have continued to hide in our caves and run out and grab a few berries and run back in the cave before the giant dinosaur at us. Yeah. Maybe for the rest of the time. Isn't that weird? you talk about that weird now, some if you're maybe if you're religious or whatever, you got that there's some point to the asteroid and all that sort of stuff. And sure. But uh, asteroid misses the Earth instead of hits down there in the Yucatan Peninsula and people just never get a go. And this planet is just mostly big dinosaurs lumbering around.
2: And mastodons, woolly mammoths, and stuff. Yeah, although the rise of the mammals came post dinosaur too. from what I understand. Blows my mind to think that though. Yeah. It's just a
1: more or less humanless world. There's another theory out there that I'd never heard before, but I guess is fairly popular that there was a giant volcanic explosion. I forget how many years ago. Um. That. Uh, left only about two thousand humans alive on Earth, and everybody's descendant from those two thousand, mm-hmm. as opposed to all the different kinds of humans that existed around the world and migrated and this uh, uh, Almost all of them got wiped out by is this. Is that what killed my people and the Neanderthals? I don't know. Nobody knows that actually. Hmm. If it was disease, or we, the Homo sapiens, are smarter
2: and beat them to death. Or nobody knows the answer to that. Maybe Neanderthals were too nice. You gotta be tough, like Trump says. Could be. Could be. I'm to be take tough.
0: Tough.
2: But they did not sex each One, other up. We do know that. Three. Oh, yeah. There's a
1: Neanderthal right in there right now. I wonder if Neanderthals uh, wiggled their hips and took tiny steps. Oh, yeah. One, we're a, two, three. We're sexy people. No <laughs> doubt. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty show.